0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows
1: at SoundtalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocals of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians and we talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. Just want to take this little moment to wish you all a very happy new year. Welcome to 2020. We are in a new decade, a new year. It's time to drink some craft beer. I hope you guys had a great week. I hope you had some great holidays. I hope you had the time to relax, to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer the way that I did. I most certainly had a great time, and I'm hoping that all you did as well. Devastation on the nation is upon us. It's coming. This tour is brought to you by Metal Festival Tours, Continental Concerts USA, and yours truly at the Vox and Hops podcast. Super stoked to be one of the sponsors of this year's Devastation on the Nation, featuring Rotting Christ, Borknagar, Wolfheart, Abigail Williams, and Imperial Triumphant. Some of the shows have already sold out, and I can guarantee you that more of them are going to sell out, so if you do not have your tickets... To this year's Devastation on the Nation, you should absolutely go and get them via the link in the description of this podcast. Or you could simply go to www.metalfestivaltours.com and grab your Devastation on the Nation ticket. This is a party that you do not want to miss. I'm super stoked to have had the chance to sit down with my bassist, Ollie Pinard, the bassist of Cattle Decapitation and of Cryptopsy and Acurion. He's a very busy dude. So that we could talk about our top metal releases of 2019... We wanted to do a top 10 list, but to be honest, there are just way too many excellent releases in 2019, so we did a top 10, and then we just kept going, mentioning other releases. Super stoked to have done this. There is no uh, priority on this. We just went off the top of our heads, releases that we enjoyed. So here it is, Vox and Hops, episode number 99, with Ollie Pinard. Oh. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everybody? Here I am. Another return guest, and we're here for a very special reason. I am with my bassist and the bassist of cattle decapitation, Mr. Oliver Pinard.
0: What's up?
1: Welcome back to Vox and Hops. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me. We have a special reason to have you on this podcast again. Uh, not only are you still in the top tens of my downloads, of uh, total downloads, you're in yeah. the top tens of that. Your episode with me, Hail Sutton. Uh, yes, Sutton. <laughs> God, yes. <laughs> but it's because uh, you just got back from tour, and i I wanted to hook up with you so that we can talk about our favorite metal releases from 2019. All right. So uh, let's just hammer something out right here. Uh, we were just delivered a beautiful beer. We are at Le Saint-Buc yeah. Brasserie Artisanale, one of my favorite tap rooms here in Montreal. If you come to Montreal, you should absolutely make your way to saint Buck. They have a whole bunch of brews that they brew themselves and a whole bunch of guest brews. That's always amazing. When you showed up, I said, what do you want to drink? You said, I want that uh, Baltic Porter. So let's oh, see yeah. what this right sucker's away. got. Cheers. Cheers, man. It smells nice. It's always a little too cold, there still. Yeah. Pretty good, though. So we'll just set the record straight. We're making a top ten. It's going to be really hard to whittle it down to top ten. Like, almost
0: impossible, but we'll try. We'll try to pick five, five each, so...
1: It's going to be hard. It's probably going to be more than that, people. It's mostly going to be CDs that we actually enjoyed or records that we enjoyed. This year, um, stay to the end because I have something special at the end. You're going to want to hear about how you can get your hands on something and you can only get those details at the end of this. And we have omitted Death Atlas from the list. Yeah, because we can't. you are a part of it. It would probably be on my list, but because you're here, we're gonna, we're, we'll are gonna we give it an honorable mention because it's amazing. No,
0: fuck that. It's number one. <laughs> Check it out.
1: Death Atlas, Middle Blair Record. Cattle Decapitation's Death Atlas is not going to be a part of this, even though it's going to be on many people's lists. Yeah. How has that been? You've just done the tour cycle. You dropped the record. Yeah. The response is amazing. Tell me about how you feel, about how people appreciate the new record
0: Uh, first thing uh, first thing first we start the cycle uh, like before the album came out so it was kind of weird to play the new stuff in front of front of a crowd that never heard the new materials especially in Europe because I feel like the cattle crowd is totally different in Europe maybe I think cattle crowd is more like a, a North American Thing. You think yeah. that they're bigger in North America? Way bigger. Okay. So we need to develop the our European market. market. Yeah. yeah, European market. So it was really weird to play the new stuff in front of them in Germany. You know what? How it is to play in Germany sometimes but you know what it was awesome like the the response was great people were really um, actually listening like in I don't know it's it's really hard to ju- to say like on stage it's, I have a different like perspective every time I feel like people have a a great time but you never know but no so far so good man and uh, yeah and then we then uh, when the album went out like everything changed everything because we, we start the show with the opening track and right away you can see the difference like people freak out as soon as they heard like the tom for Geocide the crowd explode every night so it's great it's really great I'm looking forward for next year
1: Yep, awesome it's a groundbreaking record Bringing in whole new elements that were there on previous Cattle Records, but have just been owned and have been pushed to their limits Uh, I like the atmospheres that has been created in each song the ability to breathe a little bit in the songs Yeah, I really appreciate it. There's more chorus more uh, catchy catchy chorus like with the clean the clean goblin (laughs) the clean goblin vocals (laughs) So all in all, in the cattle camp, everybody's happy with this new release. Oh yeah, totally. And the response from the crowd. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh, I don't know if it's my
0: favorite, but it's obviously one of my favorite. By the way, for Travis is is more than proud. Like he's he actually listened to the album. Like he enjoyed the album. Like you know, it's it's weird when you're an artist and you put out like a, an album or whatever. After so much work and like sweat and tears, after a point you just like ah, uh, no, you're not fed up with the product, but you need to take a take a break. From you it. need to take a break from yeah, but with this album. Uh, like, uh, I'm gonna mention Travis because I know for a fact that he really loves it, but he actually jammed the album when he's driving. Uh, he, he's a fan of the album. Like, that's kind of weird. Not
1: weird, but you know, we play these songs every night and still he, he listens to he the he album. He can take like different levels of interest in them and yeah, yeah, yeah. something away from it from with each listen. Yeah, and he's proud of it. It's good. He's, yeah, extremely proud. It's a monumental album that will not be on our list. Nope. Not at all. Let's start this (laughs) off simple. You uh, mentioned these guys to me when you were on Vox and Hops. I seem to remember, I think it was episode 21, when I said, what band should people be looking out for coming out this year? And you mentioned Vitriol. Vitriol. Yep. And you said that on your list, one of the releases you really enjoyed this year was Vitriols. Talk me through that. How do you appreciate this record? Why is it something that would deserve to be on a top ten list for you?
0: Because, because I feel it's a, it's an honest product. It's, I mean, it's real death metal without trying to, to be a copycat or. Of, of, Anyone. it's it's vitriol they have their own identity their own sound uh, it's it's furious the, the riff are intriguing extremely interesting I like the dynamic with both vocals it's extremely i think it's re- extremely cool uh, everything like the drumming is insane the bass the, the guitar the solo everything like it's a perfect
1: extreme metal album, in my opinion. Yeah, so a huge shout-out to Vitriol for the record to bathe from the throat of cowardice. I I also agree. It's a, a breath of fresh air. I love this resurgence of uh, old-school death metal riff-heavy music that's coming back into the death metal world. As much as there's, like, the whole new splice of more melodic one, this is one that's more just brutal, unrelent, unrelenting riffs. Like, if you like eight Eternal... Uh, Nile, Carizan, Origin, it's, this album's for you. I wish the production was a little bit sharper. That's just my new school vibe. No. It might be the only critique of this album. I'm uh, one of the reasons why I've had the most trouble to digest it at moments. Yeah. yeah. I can, yeah, I hear
0: you. It's, it's hard. It's really hard to digest because there's a lot of things going on at the same time. But I don't know, for me it's, um, said a, a grower It takes it takes a lot of listen the more I listen to it the more I get into it and maybe because I, also I, I just tour with them so I feel what the band is all about it's live like the energy is like all over the place it's just it's an extreme hack, and you should check him out. That's for sure. They've done a whole bunch of great tours, and they have a great one coming up right now. Actually, their first European tour was supporting Nile and 8 Eternal. Which is amazing. How oh, cool is that? And then they did the Geocidal
1: Tendencies with us, with Cattle Decap, Atheist. Coming and up, then- they're going to be with Vader, Uh-oh. Abysmal Dawn. And Hideous Divinity. A huge lineup, yeah. Yeah. My first one that I have to bring up is uh, probably one of the first CDs of 2019 that I really got into, and it was Herod uh, or Herod. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. sombre de Saint. I just love this record. It's basically like the bastard child of uh, Gojira meets Cult of Luna meets Meshuga at moments. I just love how uh, the songs take you on a voyage. The vocals are amazing. I love the artwork, this uh, beautiful light red oranges hue. The songs are intricate. They take you somewhere. I always want to be taken on a trip when I'm listening to something. The production's really good on this one, and I think that nobody knows about this band, and it frustrates me to all hell that no, not more people listen to Herod. So a huge shout-out to you guys. Uh, you guys know that I've been blasting you guys on social media to come to Canada. You guys got to come on over here. Please do because I really like the albums. You introduced me to this, man. Yes, and it's all thanks to uh, Vox & Hops alumni Chris Noth, uh, the sound man ah. and tour manager of Aborted. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Chris. <laughs>
0: okay, you go up next. All right, let's go with this one. Megua. The Age of SQs. I'm not sure if the, is the right way to pronounce it, but I think it's
1: migwa M-G-L-A.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I heard Josh he m- mentioning this band, and he always said Megua. So, Megua. Age of SQs. Boom. Check it out. If you are black metal fans with... I don't know. Uh, it's it's like a, You need to listen to the f- the full thing, like from top to the very end, because it's not a conceptual album. But every songs are like
1: intricately tied to each yeah. other. Yeah, it's like a puzzle. They all they all go together. I love that song titles are all the same thing, basically, exactly. right? Exactly, and it it's like that on uh, every
0: record like every album like the one before Exercise and Futility same thing One, two, three, four, five, six. okay so that's cool and that's their thing and uh, yeah this I love to um, I love to listen to this album with my
1: earphone like my big earphone and just lay down close my eyes and it's I th- a trip it's I, th- I think that the the older I'm getting or the more that I'm getting into death metal and extreme metal that elements of black metal is something that I'm really starting to appreciate more especially with a good production which I feel yes. this one has yeah. the thing that always turned me off of black metal other releases throughout the the years has been the production, which is something that is black metal, but it's not something that's going to help me like black metal. Yeah, I uh, I agree. Same for me. I like uh, the textures. I like uh, the vibe that's going on in this CD. It's very evil. Very evil, but at the same time, it's not
0: the typical worship Satan black metal. Yeah, it's it's dark. It's obviously really dark, but I don't know. I don't... When I'm listening to them, I I don't picture a guy with Like an altar with blood and goat heads and blah, blah, blah. You know all the cliché? Yes. I think they are beyond that. Man,
1: that's something I really appreciate. Uh, For me, I'm going to keep going. This is uh, something that really hit home. It's uh, thanks to uh, my friend Jerry Monk, if you're listening. The Vox and Hops head who threw me this way. It is Hath of Rot and Ruin. Right. I love this record. It is um, very interesting. Extreme metal. It's a mixture of a bunch of styles. When I first put out like my What Are Vox and Hops Heads Listening To playlist, this is one of the suggestions that came in from the Vox and Hops Head Jerry Monk. Thank you. and I put them all in a playlist and I went to work and every on shuffle and every time a half song came on I was like what is this and I was like oh it's them again oh it's them again you know this song Rituals has just so many levels to it I love it it comes in it's fast it's brutal it's got some uh, melodic moments with clean vocals in the background but very minimal I really, really like them they're out of Pennsylvania or Philadelphia I want to say and they have just started opening up some of the shows they opened up for Nile recently so they're 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 starting to get on people's radar. This is their first release. Mm. I really hope that more people out there check out Hath. If you like fast, brutal, melodic, yet intricate music that can take you on a journey, Hath is your band. You're up next. What do you got for us? Oh, yeah.
0: Check it out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Decentube. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, the Decaying out. of Light. Yeah, shout All out right, to Jordan d- and the rest of the boys. Okay. Yeah. what's up, guys? Okay, I feel uh, with this album, the band proved that they are no longer like uh, opening hacked. They are an established death metal, brutal death metal, like, legit band. Like, I was about to say monuments, but it might be too much. But they are, and they prove it. Like, when we see them on the Bloodletting
1: Tour. That's correct, They, they were yeah. headlining.
0: And for me, it was obvious. They were beyond... All of the other bands, and no disrespect to the rest we, we of the lineup, we
1: love you, Travis. We love you, <laughs> Big Trav, <laughs> <laughs> but not enough. No, <laughs> not enough. Uh, no, no, no the, the riffs I, are there, the songs are tight, the, the production's the really is good too. Actually, on this one
0: dissonance kind. Of, it's not like ultra dissonance, but they have this little text, weird texture on top of all the br- brutality, and I, I don't know. Uh, it's special like it's unique like you can close your eyes and you know right away that's it's this tune. they have their own sound, their own identity and it's really hard for a band to
1: to get to this to this point and they, they did it they try to be original and in uh, this modern era of oversaturation of experimental yeah. yep and, uh, and Jordan's vocals are just so this brutal. guy man yeah he's a monster he's a fucking
0: monster so so brutal and the guitar player is Ridiculous Like I don't understand What is going on On guitar It's It's so ala- The riffing are insane It's insane It's next level So uh, No I really appreciate The bass playing pff, Like The bass cut through The mix on the album It's really interesting uh, It's like They only have one guitar player So the I feel like the bass player He's, he's almost like The second guitar player he, he feel like The whole that You think is missing with that That's n- what's missing Yeah exactly So no, it's a perfect combination. The two of them, the guitar player and the bass player together, work fine. It's perfect.
1: Awesome. It. Disentomb. Disentomb. D- the decaying, decaying light. light. <laughs> Up next for me, one of my favorite bands. Nothing, nothing new for anyone listening. Uh, Cult of Luna, Adon Dawn to Fear. I love post-metal. I was looking forward to this record. I always avoid listening to singles. But they released The Silent Man last May, and I was on tour and I couldn't help myself, so I downloaded this 11 minute song. And then I was sad, I I loved it, but I was sad that it was over after 11 minutes because Cult of Luna is supposed to be, you know, an hour and 20 minute experience. Yeah. I was not disappointed when the album came out. They had just so many tracks. I love songs and albums that can take you on a trip that you started at, you know, you can be like doing a long commute, and it'll just take you there the whole way. You feel supported. Uh, it's heavy. It's got its grooves. It's got the melodies. I'm missing a little bit of some of the clean vocals that were in some of the older Cultaluna albums, and there's not many, very many in this one. I would like a little bit of that, but all in all, Cultaluna's "A Dawn to Fear" is uh, definitely one of my top albums this year. I should uh, give this album another another shot because I listened to it
0: only once when it came out. But it's uh, it's a big commitment to listen to a Cult of Luna album. You need, like like you said, you need to sit down, relax. It's not like a it's not party music. No, it's, it's definitely a, it's, not a party music. No, it's it's a journey. You need to really, and it's
1: a solo journey. It's not even a. I have never seen Cult of Luna
0: live. No, I
1: saw I saw
0: them live at Avi Montreal. Yes, a couple of years ago. Before it was before I heard the band on on album, and it's amazing. It's, okay, cool. It's, really interesting like the visual and
1: the sound was
0: perfect excellent was I'll see trim. them
1: coming up they're coming through Montreal and I'm gonna get with them and hopefully yep. hook up a Vox and Hops interview boom alright for my next
0: pick i go with a, a classic i go with Misery Index Misery Index those are your boys you always like my them. boys I've always been a fan and this album is might be one of my favorite cause the production is so good and the songwriting is like they they reach their their peak. Is is that correct? Absolutely right. yeah. like everything is perfect. Like the the songwriting, the song, the 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 aggressivity, like the vocals, is like it's stupid. Yeah, you you cannot. It's the opposite of Cult of Luna. You cannot just sit down and listen to Measure Index. No, no, it's this is like a big uh, a boost, a big boost of energy. You can't. You need to do something. Your like, house well, just gets clean. Let yeah. Actually, this is. The, <laughs> I listen to the album when I do uh, all the cleaning. Adam. That's so funny. It's <laughs> <This laughs> my and I'm really into it. I'm like yeah. Thanks, thanks, the thanks, next. thanks, Adam. Fuck you. So his uh, toilet appreciates it. <laughs> yeah, appreciates you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> my apartment is clean because of miser Index. So thank you guys. <laughs> and, and not only that, uh, I have to, I have to head on top that I saw them earlier this year opening for Nails and at that night they proved to everyone that this should have been the headliner oh, Misery and okay. are underrated probably one of the most underrated band in death metal grindcore I don't know if you. I agree feel with me.
1: like I feel like they don't tour enough, but I think that no, they, they put those they limitations tour on themselves. Once or twice a year, that's it. Yeah, I think that they put those limitations on themselves. Though they don't want to go yeah. up that often. I think that's what it is
0: because they used to be like the ultimate road dogs. They yeah. were on tour like forever.
1: I want that Cryptopsy misery index tour to happen. We all do. We keep th- <laughs> we keep throwing it. Yes, <laughs> come on, Joanne. Since 2012. <laughs> come on, so come Joanne. On. make it happen! God damn it. <laughs> Up next for me, um, I remember going to drink beer with Christian Donaldson, Cryptopsy guitarist, Vox & Ops alumni. (laughs) (laughs) Christian! And he was just mixing this at the time, and he showed me Shadow Intense Melancholy album. He was just mixing. He was like, yeah, I'm pretty happy with this mix. And when this CD came out, I was like, holy shit, what is this band? The vocals are completely insane. The guy's all over the place. The music is interesting, and then boom, clean vocals super interesting, almost yeah. like Demu at moments symphonic stuff going on. The first thing I said when I, l- I heard this album was like shit it 's like
0: the extreme metal version of Demu yeah like but better
1: <laughs> interesting like American like new wave of American heavy metal influences that you can feel like from Lamb of God back in the day yeah, yeah, yeah. you can tell that they 're kids that grew up, oh yeah, yeah, going to Ozfest and are now writing. It's extreme metal, music. it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm super super stoked for them. Yeah. They're
0: really good. We saw them live opening for Despise Icon and
1: like the corral was there for to support them. I'm stoked they're coming back to Montreal. I want to see them again headline. Yeah, and they have to move to a bigger venue. It's amazing how they sold out immediately. They set out. Yeah. yeah, good for them. Yeah, shout out to. Uh, Shadow of Intent, uh, they are a young band that has a, a lot going on and there's a lot more stuff going the way. If you like, uh, this is probably for me, Like, I'm not the biggest fan of trendy new music. This is probably the most that I'll d- dive into that, but for I couldn't not include it on the, my list because I just listened to it so much. There's that instrumental track, The Dreaded Mystic Abyss. Boom. So cool. It, it, yep. it really brought me back to like that Lamb of God... Instrumental track that they had on one of their earlier records that just made me feel like that. Yeah, with yeah. the riffs and uh, the switching of the tie, like like the the, the timing of the riffs, the musicality also. I really really riff. enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, the bass playing, like I think it's on that track. There's a bass solo or something. Yeah, which is had cool space for it, right? Yeah. Which
1: is cool. Th- and they got the guest th- vocals from Trevor from uh, the Black Dahlia Murder. Yep, you can never go wrong when you got Trevor on your nope. record. Nope.
0: It's Trevor approved <laughs> The obituaryist. <laughs> Alright so uh, Speaking of trendy band or whatever This one is a, a controversy pick The Acacia Strain Boom i never been into this band But this album Or EP I'm not sure Wow Like I couldn't believe Like it was The Acacia Strain It's so good So dark Doomy Um there's a lot of, I don't know, grief and sorrow in their sound. And I don't know. I was expecting something like more like a typical deadcore album. We know, jump the fuck up, jump the fuck Nope, not on that. It's, it's really dark. It's,
1: I don't know. The feeling is... Make you feel not bad, There's, but there's something wrong going on. This, yeah, yeah. totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Acacia Strain, it comes in waves which was released on Boxing Day. I, I, I don't know if they announced it, but that's, I never that's, that's heard what, of that's this. That's what I wanted to ask you, is if they announced this, if this was a surprise. It was just out of nowhere. I and love the, t- the, the track titles. It's just one word that leads up to a sentence, one through seven tracks. Our only sin was giving them names. Yeah, that's, that's a really badass cool. idea. That, the artwork yeah. is amazing as well. Yeah. I love it. I listened to this this morning because you had mentioned it on your list. I had seen it come out, but I didn't have time to listen to it yet before that. I listened to it in full this morning. I agree that it doesn't sound like a deathcore record. Not there at all. are elements of deathcore in it. There's uh, a lot of like that weird black metal-esque doom-inspired yeah. overtones. And sometimes almost post-metal at some Which point. Which got me, of course, just, there. Uh, It's a weird record. I'm, I'm going to have to listen to it some more. But I, I can see why it's going to hit a lot of people home. Why they released it so late in the year, I don't know. That's, that's up for... It's m- actually really weird. Yeah. Like, it's a weird time to release re- the CD.
0: And... Uh, I haven't seen any promo for that or whatever. It's just, it was on my um, Facebook newsfeed the other day. People were just coming, like, talking about it, posting, like, shit about, oh, the new vacation string, so good, blah, blah, blah. And, like, is there a new vacation string that just came out on December 26th? Weird, yeah. It's, like, the worst timing ever. Like, <laughs> they, just, like, they really want to make sure... We're going to be on everybody's top ten because we're the last release
1: of the year. They're not going to remember but it. It worked. Look, they're on ours. It because <laughs> it's on my list. Boom. This is something that we can both uh, agree on. It's a very strange record that I really, really enjoyed. It's uh, Blood Osnour. Blood Osnour? I don't know oh, if I'm yeah. pronouncing it right. I don't know either. The, with their release. hallucinogene. Yeah, it's a very strange it's record. My
0: it's my... I think it might be my number one this year. My favorite
1: the it definitely everything. takes you on a trip it's, so, so that's it 's like, quite a trip if anyone 's been listening to me so far and I keep mentioning that yeah. i like being taken on a trip when we I like trippy song. music i, yeah. I don 't like carbon <laughs> copy cookie cutter music where I know what 's going to come back i don 't like that that 's not happening on this yeah very guitar driven very yeah. lead guitar driven yeah. well, not played. a lot of vocals on this one no because on because they usually have
0: vocals oh okay yeah, yeah. yeah. but on this one it 's more like instrument instrumental like orient and um, all the guitar texture and but catchy. It's, it's so catchy. catchy. It's really catchy and uh,
1: I don't know. I f- it's hard to describe. It's gonna be.
0: It's really hard to describe. Like, it's like almost black, black metalish, like
1: but not black metalish. Yeah, and 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 I can't. But you know, they,
0: they have some influence that it might sound weird for, to you, but they remind me a little bit of Borsum. Yeah. Like Old Borsum, like uh, Philosophum. Like just that weird, like, echo. Yeah. Like the echo they have in the guitar. And and sometimes I feel like the guitar player play with a fretless guitar. Yeah. So. It's not just perfect. No, I- yeah, yeah. no, not at all. And I don't know. It's, I love it. It's really all hard to it. Album, though, yeah. It's a perfect album, though. And it's a trip. Like, you don't need to get high to listen to it because you will get high <laughs> just by the music <laughs> itself. So. <laughs>
1: Go for it! And it's cheers. cheaper than drugs. So. <laughs> Boom! You can get it for free on Spotify on our Apple Music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we just realized that that we just actually just did ten without even finishing any of the list that we had. So we're gonna throw through uh, some some honorable mentions right here. Uh, Ooh, I forgot to. Oh, did I forget? Tool. Uh, tool was I, you know me. I'm yeah, a huge you're Tool fan, so I was very apprehensive approaching this release, being that I'm always disappointed with anything that I'm looking forward yeah. to, especially after like what 14 years, 13, 14 13? years. Yeah. I was not disappointed. I was initially not immediately in love with it. Same, Same first here. listen Fear Inoculum, but the more I listen to it, which is like any tool release probably, you have to listen to it multiple times to get through and through. I remember the first time I heard 10,000 days it wasn't like,
0: fuck yeah, that's perfect.
1: No. You I'm you getting need a tool to, tattoo. You
0: need, yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need to digest the album properly. So after a few listens, you really get, you jumped in their universe. Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's because they have their own and You need to be
1: part of it to understand what's going on and I love it. it. I still, my, my major critique of the album is that I feel Maynard held back. I think he, I miss aggravated, angry Maynard. Yeah, me too. He's not there anymore. Uh, I don't but think he this still guy anymore. But he still wrote some catchy, really good hooks. He found peace, so. <laughs> In wine. He's, he's not gonna, he's <laughs> gonna, yeah, peace and wine. But yeah. Uh, other, other, I love my Interarma. It's an album that I didn't yeah. dive into enough this year. I say it all the time now that I have Apple Music, Spotify, I'm not buying CDs anymore. So when I do get it into a CD, I'll listen to it, but then I'll forget it faster than back in the day when I used to have bought it. Yeah. So that intra Arma CD that came out this year called Sulphur English really hit home for me this year.
0: Yeah, when, uh, on, the, on the last tour we just did, I think everybody heard that story at Full of Hell that got robbed. Their whole, their van and all their gears, unbelievable. And uh, we were looking for a band to take their spot for, because uh, they had still like a week and a half remaining on that tour, so we were looking to. I don't find a good replacement for them, and Interrama was our first, our first big. That's the, the the only band that we were all agreeing. Oh, like sick, yeah. Interama, but last, like, hey, you want to go on tour, like now? <laughs> <laughs> just, how about, but how just just for one week. Though. How about tomorrow? You're not yeah. gonna do the full thing. Yeah, basically, yeah. Can you start tomorrow? <laughs> nah, <twist. laughs> But I would have loved to to play shows with Interarma.
1: Cheers to the to these guys, man. One day, one day we'll tour together. I've other a few. Um, honorable mentions for sure me yeah, too uh, Abigail Williams oh shit forgot this really really like that that album uh, they're also on Devastation on the Nation this year which is uh, sponsored by Vox and Hop so you guys should go check them out on Devastation on the Nation alongside Rotting Christ Boknagar, Nagar Wolfheart and Imperial Triumphant they're oh, gonna yeah. fucking do a great fucking job Imperial Triumphant. They scared me. <laughs> you, <laughs> know the, their, you know their trouble when their names all in caps on uh, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Speaking of that, honorable
0: mention to Bork Nagar. It's yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my jam like for years now. And I don't the, the, the new one for me doesn't disappoint. Like True North is pff, put a smile on my face every time it's, the hooks are there that's for it's sure. so catchy the borderline cheesy yeah but I don't mind it I love it I love power metal and
1: folk metal so I'm cool with that do you have another uh, I do I do uh, fit for an autopsy oh yeah I I oh, did I forgot I love this record it's probably the first one that I've really absolutely dove into the sea of tragic beasts yeah epic vocal performance very I did not expect all these clean vocals me neither is the year of uh, clean vocals back it's, in it's cool in Death metal. it's now cool to do clean vocals in metal it took it took what 11 years 12 years yeah you guys can all send me your, your, your apologies now <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> albeit that they applied them a little bit more tactfully, The Unspoken King. Um, Excellent record, huge riffs. It sounds amazing. Will Putney, you can't go wrong there. Excellent production. The songs are amazing. The riffs are amazing. Super stoked for these guys. They're going to get really huge off of this. Oh, they
0: will. No doubt.
1: In the same vein, I'll go with Whitechapel. Yeah, also. Yeah clean vocals clean vocals <laughs> clean vocal power <laughs> but Phil Bozeman, he nailed it like I really but he kept it within his range and it sounds amazing and it's smooth yeah. but he's a good singer still and the song's good and it's, it's a really very angry dark. record yeah it's very, very uh, angry there's record. a lot of me- uh, melancholy, or melancholy or melancholy or
0: melancholy yeah so uh, it's very groovy. At the same
1: time, I love it. It's a very good album. Enjoy it. Another one that that people have just uh, went crazy for, and I really appreciated, was Car Bomb. Yep. Such a weird record. Just, just, just completely out of the box. Detuning guitars or detuning riffs in the middle of them just makes no sense to me. A lot of people would listen to this and not understand what's happening. But there's a lot. There's a lot more going on on Mordial than a lot of people understand. Is there vocals in Carbomb? There's weird clean vocals. Really? It okay. sounds like 1990s new metal but but not the best. Maybe that's why they're not in my top 10. The vocals could be a little bit stronger, the clean vocals, but there's clean vocals once again on Carbomb. Because uh, I heard two or three songs but there was no vocals but they remind me
0: of Dillinger Escape Plan a weirder i don't know if it's weird or it's fucked up for sure yeah like, it's like I, i'm, a I, I'm not sure if i understand everything it's it's a lot a lot of things going on so i'm going to give it another shot I give guess. me one more one more honorable one mention one more shot. all right so i'll go with death spell omega yes like yes if you're death spell omega fans you know what i'm talking about it's a unique black metal experience and uh, like, like a lot of the album we just mentioned, it's a it's, it's a journey. You need to sit down, relax, and really let yourself flow with the music. Cause it's it's, it's a lot. Like uh, it's a really per, heavy, heavy, it's draining ha- album. It, it's, yeah. yeah, draining. That's the word. It takes, takes all of your. <laughs> <laughs> you're done after this album. You're done. You're going to bed, and that's it. Cause there's no way you're. You're going to go to the gym after that. There's no way. This thing is going to drain all of your
1: energy. and Most of your positivity, actually. All of
0: the posi- positivity. All of it.
1: You're done after that. This is an epic list. I think that we, we've covered a lot of stuff. We have went way and above of what we were supposed to do. But, but no Death Atlas. <laughs> no Death no Atlas. Death no Death Atlas. <laughs> but speaking of Death Atlas, you very nicely, I told you that I wanted to do a giveaway at the end of this. So if you are listening to this, in the description of this podcast and on the social media of Vox and Hops, there's going to be a way to win. It's so a limited addiction, European exclusive with bonus track. Boom. Cattle decapitation, death atlas record. you got to follow the instructions in the description of this podcast and you can win yourself a cattle decapitation, death atlas, limited edition, European exclusive with a bonus track. The bonus track is... It's the Dead Can Dance cover. It's the In the Kingdoms of the Blind,
0: the One-Eyed
1: Kings. That's right, so and boom. there's also a Vox and Hops Cuffnet Beanie that's going to be a part of this giveaway. One winner. Check it out in the description, and you'll figure out how you can get that. Ollie, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Talking Thanks for having me. Talking about our favorite releases from 2019 together. You. Fuck yeah, bud. Cheers Thanks for buddy. having me. Cheers. 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 Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. I love being with my bassist, Ollie Pinard. He's a busy boy. He's been on tour with Cattle Decapitation a lot this year, so it's always nice to hook up with him and get to hang. I love your brother, and I'm stoked to see you again. As I just mentioned at the end of the episode, there is a giveaway that is tied to this episode. I have one Vox and Hop's Cuff Knit Beanie to give away alongside with the Death Atlas special edition from Europe. This is a digipack with a bonus song, the Dead Can Dance cover that they did, which is a very interesting cover. And if you haven't heard it, you should absolutely try to get this. In the description of this podcast is the instructions to what you have to do To be eligible to win the Vox and Hops Cuff Knit Beanie and the limited edition Death Atlas album. So check it out in the description. Don't miss it. Instructions are also going to be on the Vox and Hops Facebook page, so you can check it out there as well. I hope you guys have a great weekend. I hope that you are enjoying 2020 so far. And remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads.